Hello, so I just finished, uh, finished the chapter of Sansa. We thought it was an Arya chapter, but it was a Sansa chapter. But it was basically Arya goes herping. And for those of you who don't know, herping is when you look for reptiles and amphibians. It is an extremely weird thing to do, and a lot of people uh, don't like it. And all that stuff, but I do. And uh, we read about uh, Aryan Sansa's um, adventures uh, during Sansa. Um, I don't know which chapter of Sansa is this now? Is this the second chapter? Um, I believe it is. I might be wrong though. It's the the second, likely second Sansa chapter. And she, uh, Sansa, um, she doesn't like riding, but she pretends to like riding for her prince, Prince Joffrey, who has already been revealed to be a total, total, uh, if you pardon my phrase, shit heel, uh, and a little, a little snot. He's like, how old? They're, they're like, what, all 11 in this? I believe Joffrey is 13. Oh, he's 13, okay. So he's 13 and he's, he, he ends up, uh, he ends up, uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read that. He, he ends up doing terrible things because he's Joffrey, um, and he has, uh, the hound run down the butcher boy. Because the hound will just do that. And it's interesting because the, ha- the hound's just watching out for them all. But he, he doesn't really care. And you get the sense that uh, he's just like, whatever about it. He'd rather be doing something else. But it's like, ah, oh, you want me to kill a child? Uh, no big deal. Um, so. Anyway. Uh, and Sarah was talking about... Westeros and its fauna earlier. What were you saying Westro- about Westeros? The Sea Lord of Bravos has a menagerie, a zoo of various exotic animals. And one of them was a pouched tiger. I'm assuming this is the same thing as a thylacine. And that Westeros indeed has some... Well, not Westeros, but the... <coughs> the world has... Westeros is just the one continent, but it sounds like that world has some equivalents of Australia somewhere, and I'm sure it's very deadly. And we were just we were just commenting on how the fact that uh, Westeros, Australia, must be super deadly and full of all sorts of uh, killer things. It must be so much worse than our, our Australia. Uh, and might that be located in Othos, or might that be in the south of Sothorios, which already seems to be South America and Africa put together? So it's with probably Conan esque stuff going on. Um, so it's probably all three of them. It's probably just Gondwana. Like they never, Gondwana never split. For those of you listening, I don't know how many of you are familiar with. Um geology and geological history, but uh, Gondwana, <coughs> excuse me, Gondwana was the great southern continent and it made up, uh, it was made up of uh, um, 
Australia, New Zealand, South America, Africa, Antarctica, um, India, which was a, is a subcontinent, which joined with what became Laurasia and um, Madagascar. If the sailors' stories are to be taken as literal, it sounds like they've got actual dinosaurs and actual King Kong-level apes there. So wait, they have like King Kong-level apes? Tell me about that, Sarah. Let's, let's talk about that for a sec. Gigantic apes that can just like knock out a large animal with a single... I forget how it was exactly phrased, but it was made to sound much, much, much bigger than an ordinary gorilla, which is a pretty large animal to it's begin just, with. It's just Kong. No, it's, 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 they're probably, I mean, Gigantopith- for people. Gigantopithecus? Yeah, there you go. Or maybe sailors aren't somebody you should always believe, but... <laughs> They've got the quote-unquote tattooed lizards with a single uh, big claw. Okay, back to the tattooed lizards. Yeah. In South Orios, they have quote-unquote tattooed lizards that have a single uh, big claw. And uh, from the sounds of this, this sounds very much like Velociraptor, Troodon, you're the dino guy, Bill. Something like that. They've got dinosaurs. All right, but it probably would have been a Utah raptor unless they're really tiny. Are they tiny? They never go into how big they are. Okay. And apparently this is treated normal enough that at some point later on when Daenerys has her dragons. Yeah. They are discounting the. They are discounting the stories of Daenerys having dragons with. They're probably just tattooed lizards. Oh, she probably just has actual living dinosaurs as pets. She just has Utah raptors. No big deal. That no. would be that would be quite a thing right there. Um. So yeah, no that that would be. I imagine, though, that, you know, Westeros has some sort of Gondwana land or something, and it's just all the things from South America. You were talking about a pouched lion, was it? A pouched tiger. Yeah. And, um, yeah, pouched tiger. And, you know, I know you're probably thinking of thylacine. Maybe that's what he meant, but there Maybe are... Maybe something crazy. Yeah, there are a few others. So, yes, um... They it could be a thylacine. It could also be a uh, um, a marsupial lion, a thylacoleo, or a thylacoleo rather, or a thylacoleo smilus, which would be that would be really cool. Those are those are uh, sort of like saber tooth cats, but they're marsupials. Well. Technically, we yeah, that's we won't get into the zoological uh, details of that. But the point is, is that it could be any one of those things, um, and who knows? He, he maybe maybe he has all of them. I'm sure he has all of them. He just has them, uh, you know, 
labeled differently in his they notes. They also have wyverns, which are considered less impressive than you know, a real dragon. So wait, they actually have wyverns there? Yes, and they're considered in the dragon family, but less... But where are... Like, what... Where well, they're are also they? in that Sothorios place. But the, it's called Sothorios. Okay. Okay, George. I got. I get what you're you trying got to Westeros, say. Essos, Sothorios, and Ulthos. Okay, so these are mega continents... And um, also, it's smaller. And we can basically—they're basically supercontinents. They're larger continents. Um, I mean, you could argue that Eurasia is one. Uh, some people would argue that the Americas is another. But in all honesty, Essos is vaguely shaped like Eurasia. Yeah, so you get that whole thing. Um, that's pretty interesting, though. The um. <laughs> So they they have these things in uh in these other continents. At the very least, treated like um, medieval Europe, but some of its wildlife is more in common with the Americas. They've got pit vipers. They've got mountain lion. I'll I'll have to actually once I read this. I mean, I'm gonna have to actually make commentary on the geography as well. Is the direwolf a North American species? Yes, they are exclusive to North. They were exclusive to North America, which sort of brings to the next point about direwolves. Sarah was asking if direwolves would be, um, if they would get involved with other uh, canine species like wolves, if like a direwolf would lead a pack of wolves, like gray wolves, and I said, no, that wouldn't have happened. Dire wolves did not really, they didn't interbreed with wolves. Uh, we now know that more for a fact than we used to, and they did not, uh, they, did, they, they competed with wolves. They weren't, they didn't go with uh, gray wolves. But that's, that, that is very, very interesting. So Arya, fine, um, Gets taken to see this lizard lion by who was it? Hold on, let me. Let was me that uh, Micah the butcher's boy? Yeah, it was. It was Micah. It was Micah. So Micah, Micah, and Arya clearly have a friendship going before uh, the Hound uh, runs him down, and Micah te- shows him shows her. A lizard lion. Now, the lizard lion they basically describe as very much described as a crocodile. Um, Except they've already got crocodiles in that Sothorios place. Yeah, well, it could be an alligator then. Closer to an alligator. They, they, they don't. They don't. They might not. They might not call alligators alligators because alligator is a uh, sort of a uh, corruption of the term. Interestingly enough, it means El Legarto, which means the lizard. So maybe that's what that's meant to be. Although, what was it? House Reed? House yeah. Reed has it as their sigil. Yeah. And the sigil in most um, depictions of it Yeah. shows a long tongue. Yeah, it, like has, it has the tongue. Now, is that canon? That's what I want to know. Because that sort of depends on what that is. I am not 100% sure. Okay. So we have... So that long tongue, that... um, We have have our Game of Thrones fan here, ultimate Game of Thrones fan, here in this household at least. If that's meant as a realistic depiction of the animal, no crocodilian has a tongue that can be just stuck out of its mouth like that. 
that the tongue is fused to the bottom of the mouth. It cannot be stuck out. Yeah, that's a, that's that's that's. But a, it also could be artistic license for heraldry, much like how lions are shown exaggerated in heraldry in real life. They um, look like lions in uh, throughout. Europe and throughout Asia look like basically giant dog creatures, which makes no sense. But so that 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 could be, um, but I I don't know. That's 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 a good question. Uh, that's a good question of whether or not that's can, whether or not we should take that anatomy seriously. Um, it could very well just be alligators, um, and we still don't have the satisfactory answers to how. You have you have all this reptilian life. Uh, we're not counting dragons because we assume dragons are completely endothermic and can just, you know, breathe fire and be warm as needed. But we don't know um, how all these definitely not endothermic uh, reptiles are surviving this these uh, ten year winters. Uh, but I will say this is that it does make sense if Westeros is just divided into four continents or not Westeros, sorry, the Game of Thrones world, the planet is divided into four continents, which includes Westeros. That explains why, um, why there are long seasons and it might be some sort of mega, uh, continent. So. It does not help that allegedly George R. R. Martin dismisses any fan theories involving what the solar system is like or any other non-magical means to explain why the seasons are that unnaturally long. Any of that vicious sounding snarling in the back puppy viciously attacking a box of placemats, treating it like her worst enemy. She was also fighting with my cat Judas, which that happens. Um, well, she was trying to. Judas wasn't fighting her, though. But anyway, so, um, where were we? We were talking about, um... We were talking about the winters and the unnatural season. Okay. And how George R. R. Martin allegedly dismisses any scientific explanations fans come up with and propose to him as to why they are that long. So there is a um, trilogy called the Three Body Problem Trilogy, and it's a Chinese sci-fi. I haven't read it yet. I will maybe one of these centuries, but uh, uh, I, I, I mean, you know, I plan to at some point. But it is a, it, uh, some of the aliens uh, are from a planet where winters are like years long like that and what they'll do is they'll do things is be like oh okay there's a dry season where it's going to be completely dry and it's going to be winter and it's going to be like several decades long and what the inhabitants do is they actually deflate their bodies and go into suspended animation for that whole time and (laughs) it's like that doesn't happen in westeros but it's very it's funny because it's uh and i'm sure i'll be correcting myself it's similar uh, but one's fantasy. I mean, at this point, I am it totally... It complicates matters that even though the seasons are always unnaturally long, they are not always the same unnatural length. You know, one one winter might be a few years, one winter might be ten years. 
Yeah, that's true, because Tyrion, what is it? He was born into a, uh... They said he was born into a, uh... Do you remember what type of winner it was? I recently read that. I actually don't remember. No, they meant they talk about that whole thing where he uh, was born into a um, into a uh, I think a harsh winter. Yeah, that's right. The winter he was born into was unusually harsh, but uh, and the winter after that or something was mild. And somebody was giving talking, you know, smack to him about it, being like, "Oh, you don't." You, you have an experienced true winner and all that stuff. Which, you know, that kind of makes sense. In all honesty, I am totally fine with it being like, okay, it is fantasy. It is fantasy. This is just how that is. And uh, I don't think the, the winters ever get all that bad in the Reach or in Dorne. Yeah. Uh, I think you're dealing with Texas type of winters, which... You know, this year is probably not a good year to say that, considering the severe blizzard that happened. But yeah, normal Texas winters. Yeah, so yeah, I can I can imagine that with um with uh, Westeros as well, and with uh, you've got orange trees and other citrus, um, more reptiles that would not probably do well with colder climates. Samuel Tarley did not see snow in his entire life until his dad sent him north. Yeah, to be fair, um, had he seen a winter yet? I guess so. I mean, the winters are every ten years, he said. I so. think he was born in one. Okay. I might be wrong. Yeah. Well, we will be getting to a Samuel chapter at that. So anyway, yeah, we, we, we just sort of detoured to discuss uh, the fauna and the seasons uh, of this. So that's, uh, that's, that's always an interesting thing. My we... favorite fan theory, which I assume is similarly not something George R. R. Martin never intended, is that the orbit that the planet is on is oblong... And the sides of the oblong are closer to the sun or further. And the orbit is long enough that it's more than a full year to to complete. Yeah. And there was a cute little uh, accompanying drawing with that, with you know, Jon Snow you know, explaining this. <coughs> so whoever drew the kudos, I, I haven't been able to find this drawing in years. Oh, maybe we'll have to look for that. But, yeah. So, and it ends with, uh, ends, of course, with, uh, Claiborne, the, uh, hound, running down the butcher's boy. Sandor uh, get... the hound. Yeah. Sandor. Sandor Clegane. Clegane, that's right. Sorry. Um, running down the butcher boy, and... That whole thing was originally, it was just uh, Sansa fawning over Joffrey and then uh, that happening. And and everybody happening being traumatized upon, uh, except for Joffrey. Arya and Micah sparring. Yeah. And, 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 and Joffrey decides to take it out on him. And that's one of those things where everybody was, uh, everybody was traumatized apparently except for... Uh, 
uh, Sander Clegane and Joffrey. Um, yeah, Joffrey got a good wolf bite on his arm. That's that. true. He was mildly traumatized. So, yeah. At this point, uh, next time I will be commenting on another Arya chapter. This was a Sansa chapter, actually. Those dire was wolves must be fairly small still. He still has his arm. So, we will uh, discuss next the Arya chapter.